I'm Brandon. And I'm Leslie. And this is our Radical January podcast. Well, hey, babe. Hi. Not sure if I remember how to do this. It's like riding a bike. You'll be fine. Is it? It's been a long time since I've ridden a bike, too, so I'm not (laughs) entirely sure um, how to do that. Look how big my plosive is there. That's what it's called. I've never heard that word. In audio. (laughs) A plosive is when when the microphone picks up a P or a T or a B. Must have been a B for babe. It's got one of those, like burst of air on it you know got it yeah i did go to audio school is it spelled like explosive but only the last half plosive yeah yeah but really i guess what we're looking at there is called a transient in the waveform oh my gosh you're gonna bore our audience (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting some kind of weird ring is that this guitar that i'm hearing crazy we're so out of out of practice on this so i've this is february 28th right Mm -hmm. and we're about a month late we're a month late (laughs) on our recap for our radical january but i feel like it's a good time to reflect over a month of great things and then February being not necessarily a month of bad things, but just a month of pure chaos. Eh. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of a whirlwind. I don't even remember February. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, who even knows what happened? Although your birthday was the I turned the thirty. Highlight. I did turn thirty in February. I heard from somebody that it was like top night of 2018. Really? Yeah. It was a really good night. It was a cool night. I mean, if I could have, like, outlined my dream birthday party, I think that would have been it. It was pretty perfect. You know? It was so fun. I mean, there were a lot of cool people there. I mean, I hate some people couldn't make it, but everybody that was there was um, really awesome. Layla, you're going to have to, like, not breathe so heavy. But yeah, it was just a good night. It was a good night. I mean, it, it just flowed really well, you know, mm-hmm. like from one thing to the next. and I just wish I would have taken a picture with everybody. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a video of, like, when <laughs> yeah. I did my speech, was there any kind of... Somebody videoed it, but I've never panoramic. seen it. Yeah. So if you're out there and you have video, I know my mm-hmm. mom does. Yeah, we need to get it. She was trying to Facebook Live. So it was uh, Houston. Well, he not Facebook Live, but I feel like he videoed a lot. Yeah. It was really good. It's a good night. But yeah, that's about all I remember from February. <laughs> yeah, I turned 30. So back to January. Long, long ago. So January, we we had 10 goals, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's favorite was we were going to have sex every day. Mm-hmm. We also did the Whole30. Yep. And within the Whole30, another was we didn't drink coffee. Right. Okay. Um... Exercise every day, read a book, pay a thousand dollars on debt. Um, 
I didn't do social media. It's only seven. Do we say workout? I did exercise. Hmm. A podcast every night. Yeah. There were two more. <laughs> I'm sure they were probably like two of the biggest ones. We just can't remember them right off. Should have got our list. But we did really well on everything up until one, the lake. When you went to the lake for two days. I didn't do break any. Well, no, when? that's where we broke our sex every day. And podcasting, I guess. And podcasting. And so that was like day 19, I think. And so when you came back, which we had talked about it already on the previous podcast. I kind of let that be an excuse, you know, to not do it again. And we did have sex a few more days in there, but I kind of, I feel like we only missed two days up until day 25, which is when Bennett went in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So Bennett got pretty sick. I had to take him to the ER and he got put in the hospital for two two nights, Mm -hmm. three days, two nights. And at that point, we were like, "If this, somebody bring me a milkshake. <laughs> I did have your mom bring me a milkshake, and Kira brought me coffee, Joy brought me coffee. Yeah. And the best parfait I've ever eaten in my life. Parfait. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody says parfait, I think of that Shrek line where Eddie Murphy's talking about parfait. I'm not good at impressions, so I'm not going to do it, but... <laughs> I don't remember it, but... I think she just makes really good granola. Uh, it was homemade? Like homemade granola, yeah. Was she it a homemade would... parfait? Yeah. Dang. I know. And I like devoured it. That's next level. And then I thought Grayson's will be just, or I mean Bennett's will be just as good because you made one for him, but his didn't have granola in it. Mm. I was bummed because I was going to eat his. <laughs> so we gave <clears throat> in to the whole 30. And that kind of, we obviously didn't have sex in the hospital. We thought about it, but it would have been weird. <laughs> And um, everything went. Everything from there. kind of fell. I mean, literally. I was. I, I mean, think I, guess I went another do day without doing coffee. And so, the big takeaway is it is now the end of February, and I still have not been on social media. I have. I did check my Instagram on your phone. On your birthday. On my birthday, because I, I just want to see what people posted. Yeah. But I don't have. An account that I, I don't get on and scroll and look at other people's stuff, and I'm not posting, I'm not, not doing anything, which I think has really been awesome for me to go. I mean, now it's been 31 and 28, so it's been like 59 days mm-hmm. without being on social media. It's pretty good. And I, I honestly don't miss it. I'm like hardly. I mean. I did add back Facebook just to post some stuff to sell, but I still don't really get on there to like scroll or anything. Yeah. When I do, I kind of feel... You just feel dirty. Well, no, I just... (laughs) Well, and I also don't have the app on my phone, so like Uh I have to sign in to like check... Really, it's just so I can have Messenger on my phone. Yeah. So that if people like ask about some stuff, I... Yeah. And I have that app, so people, yeah. I mean, really, they just keep asking about that embroidery machine mm. that I need to sell, but. And so, you do still have Instagram. Yeah. And I probably spend too much time. But you feel good scrolling about it. on it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just... Well, I did stop using Instagram for a couple days, and I just felt... Yeah, kind (laughs) of. But I just felt disconnected. And maybe it was because I was staying home with sick kids, and it's like, as a mom... Like, stay-at-home moms, I don't see how they don't have social media. I mean, I think a lot of the ones I know do. And I know, like, I'm sure it's super important because it's like... There are other people out there. Yeah, I mean, it's like an outlet, like, to say, oh, I see other people and they see me. And... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when you're just stuck at home with babies all day, you need that. Yeah, that's fair. But... I guess... I guess. I don't know. I don't know if there's a right or wrong. Somebody told but. me that if you really have a hard time giving something up, then that means that you really need to give it up. Maybe. But I think that's your decision. I'm not saying it's... I mean, I don't think it's inherently evil. Yeah. I just think it consumes a lot of time that you don't realize. Yeah. Like I feel like I've been a lot more productive in this time but i have probably filled some of this month like there like i found a game that i like playing like if i was like cold turkey no phone i think that's when you would really find the fruit of practicing music or reading a book or exercising but like last night i felt i mean i feel like we've just been run ragged and like last night when i came home you wanted you wanted to go somewhere, you know, to get out, get out yeah. of the house, and I just wanted to like veg out. So I literally just sat in the bed and played a video game on my phone for like three hours until I fell asleep, you know. <laughs> and I I don't feel like that was necessarily the right thing to do, but I also I just felt like I needed some vegetation time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I do think it also requires some planning because like the day that whichever one was sick I guess Grayson last week when he had the stomach bug Mm. um I had a book in my bag that I've had in my bag for like months but I finally like pulled it out and I read the whole book yeah in a day and it was so good but it was like once I got started like every second one I probably would have picked up my phone and been scrolling I would just pick up the book and read. Like, I read while I ate lunch, and I read while I sat on the potty, and I read, like, when Grayson napped, and, I mean, it just filled my time. Yeah. But, if I, like, when that book was done, I kind of thought, man, I wish I had another book to start. But I don't, and so, since then, I haven't. There's all kinds of books on that bookshelf, right there. I know, but I can't, like, I need a fiction book. Like a good story. I mean, that's I'm what sure really like I love. Harry Potter's on that bookshelf or something. I don't know. I like realistic fiction. <laughs> like that book that I just read is like stuff that I can learn from it and take away from yeah. it. But yeah. I just feel like if I'm going to read a book about like a not true story, I should, I would rather just watch a movie. No, books are so much better. Like you if, can I'm, like, if I'm going to consume... You can be inside not, their thoughts, not just see their actions. That's too deep for me right now. If I'm going to consume fiction... People should read Fish in a Tree. It's really good. Fish in a Tree. Yeah, well, teachers especially. It was really good. Yeah. 
but I would like some more fiction books. I don't know. I mean, I really enjoy like some of the Like Christian. What'd you say? Hang on. <laughs> like, I don't even know what kind of genre you'd call it. I would call those like faith-based self-help books. Okay. Like it's about relate, like investing in your marriage because yeah. it's a relationship book. And you're or particularly you're talking or about learning about motherhood or parenting. Right. I like think those are good finding books. Finding God in the small things or whatever book that you read. Yeah. But they also are not easy to read, like, cover to cover. Like, I feel like you have to read some and then kind of digest it. And then read some. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, you can't really get, like, lost in a book like that. Like, yeah. it's not like a story. It's not like the Hardy Boys or the Flenderson Files. Anyways. Well... We're in this season where our kids have been sick a lot. It feels like, you had mentioned, it kind of feels like the week of hope and healing every month. Mm -hmm. They get sick. That's true. You know? But I mean, one thing we were thankful for is probably about a month ago, I guess it was a month ago, Bennett got another cold, but... Mm. Well, he, less than a month. But. Less than a month, because it was in February at some point. Yeah, well, a month ago he was in the hospital. <laughs> True. So like two weeks ago, he got another cold and he didn't end up in the hospital. That's the first one all yeah. winter. Which was awesome. And then since then, like two weeks, it's really like every two weeks. So like the net two weeks from that time, which is basically right now, like last night, Bennett threw up in the middle of the night. They've had this like stomach bug or something. I mean, Grayson's had, you know, diarrhea for like a week now. And it just... Off none. I feel like they... Just, it's like they got sick and then they're feeling better and then they eat something that's like, their stomach's like, oh wait, not yeah. happening. And then they had more diarrhea yeah, or throw up. It's just been nonstop. And it's been, I think it's been really crazy because we've had to miss work so much in this mm -hmm. season, you know? It's annoying. And I think... You always, I told you this morning, I said you always hear about, um, like, like for you as a teacher, like, you, it would probably be a wash financially if you're paying for daycare and working or if you just stay home, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little different, but if you got three kids in daycare, like, that's almost a salary. Mm -hmm. And so you hear about all these people that just stay home and keep their kids and they don't pay daycare. But what you don't always hear about is, like, those parents that work how much school they miss or how much work they miss, mm -hmm. you know? And I think both of us have missed so much work. It's just been crazy. Yeah, it's pretty hard. I feel like we're just kind of on edge with each other because like even this morning, it's like, okay, what do we do? And the thing is like, neither one of us know what to do. I know. Well, and mm -hmm. I don't want to ask you to miss and you don't want to ask me to miss and I mean, I feel like we've tried to take turns, which I feel like, I mean, I appreciate that. That's not just me doing it, but. Yeah. But I mean, it's still hard because you feel like you need to be there and. I don't know. I've just had lots of like student drama the past couple weeks. Yeah. Where I want to be there. Like I want to help be part of the solution, but. 
you also want to prioritize your kids. Yeah. But oh, we're coming first. out of the season. It's got to be about over. Yeah. It's got to be time for spring. I think spring's coming, although... Just, no. It's supposed to get cold again. It's... Mm, last week was such a tease. Yeah, at my birthday on February 24th, I was wearing this outfit. Shorts and a t-shirt and bedroom slippers outside, you know? It was awesome. At nighttime, it felt amazing. So, that's kind of an update. An another thing before we get into our really hot topic is... Um, I feel... I'm still down 10 pounds. So I think I lost 16 pounds on the whole 30. And I've basically gained like six pounds back, hmm. which isn't that bad considering the way I've been eating for the past month. I think I lost like almost ten. Maybe gained back like three. So it's probably about proportional to you. Yeah. So, but long-term goal, I want to be below 200 by July 4th, Right. I kind of took a month off for my birthday, but I was turning 30, and I think that that was fine. But here it marches tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? So March, April, May, June, that's still four months. That's very doable to basically drop 35 pounds in four months. Yeah. Doable. My friend Amanda wanted me to start that 80-day obsession thing. 80-day obsession. Yeah. What is that? It's like the new beach body program. I don't do well with working out in my living room. Yeah. I'm really talking more about me, but yeah. that's okay. I don't push myself. But also one night a week's not going to cut it. I don't know. Tonight was like... You think that's going to be enough for a whole week? I don't know. I'll ask Dan and see what he says, but <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Um, I went to Croft. If you did that so every night, you'd probably be good. Um, three nights a week, I'd probably be good. Right. You know? That's better than one. Yeah. Well, it's been a very busy season. Like, I was in Greensboro Monday, so. No, no. But I'm just saying. I mean, even two is probably not enough. Yeah, two to three of that, and then maybe I mean, mixing some other. I guess most other. of it is diet anyways, right? Right. And that's kind of where. Are going to try keto this time? Here's my thought process on keto. I feel like I understand it pretty well, right? I've, I've obsessed and researched and I feel like I've got a pretty good grip on keto, but I don't know that I understand it enough to commit to doing it. Hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the whole macro thing and your daily caloric intake balanced with the ratio of like 75% fat, 20% protein and 5% carbs. I just don't know how that relates to your like, you know, basically if based on your BMI, if your daily caloric intake should be like 2,200 calories. And if you want to lose weight, you, you drop it to 1,800 calories. Like I, I don't know that any of that is even relevant with the keto diet. I just don't know. And that's kind of my hesitation to doing the keto. So, for March, I think I need to kind of just stick to pretty pretty strict paleo, right? So, cut, keep the breads out and the sugars out. 
because I think that's probably that's like the thing that I really added back, you know, mm-hmm. um, spreads and sugars um, and alcohol. But I think we've been drinking pretty keto or or paleo friendly alcohol drinks. Like we'll drink um, Lacroix and vodka or something. What? The skinny bitch. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what it's called. Um, LaCroix, vodka, and lime juice. And it, I think it's a pretty good cocktail. Mm. Um, I'm not really interested in beer. Like, it just doesn't appeal to me right now. Although, there's a lot in our fridge from my party. But... I'll drink it for you. You can drink it. So I'm thinking paleo. Okay. But you can obviously tell I don't have like a plan. Yeah. And failing to plan is planning to fail. Hmm. You should make a plan. I should make a plan. You know they can hear all that leg sliding. Sorry, I can't stop moving. I'm like, it's like my body's restless. Okay. So. That leads us to our hot topic, which you wrote down. I feel like you're just like sprawled out like a dead <laughs> jellyfish on the couch right now. <laughs> that is so mean. Is it mean? Okay. You just called me a dead jellyfish. No, I said you're you're like just sprawled out like a dead jellyfish. Like <laughs> you're sprawled out. Like when you see a jellyfish on the beach, like they're not neatly composed they're just like whatever you know so i think our hot topic is we're thinking about selling everything we own and moving into a yurt and all the people that were at your party will say (laughs) these freaks like that's it we thought they were freaks when they wanted to live in a tiny house Right. Now they're even bigger freaks. Well, so for it all came about that this house we're living in, one, it's it's not like horrible, but it's kind of junky. It's not junky. There's just things that There's are, issues, and it's way too issues. big for us. And we've, it's too expensive. We've learned that it's bigger than we need. And, you know, you're sitting in the kitchen and you're like, there's, you know, multiple blenders and like up on top of the cabinets, there's like all these rolling pins and dishes that we've never even used, you know, and you're just like, man, we have all this crap that we need to get rid of. And so between that and like a $500 electric bill one month, we decided, hey, let's think about some other options, right? Mm -hmm. And so at first we were like, we really want to build our house, but Mm -hmm. I don't think financially we're in a position, like we should probably pay off some debt before we try to build our like next house or whatever, you know? Um, and so we kind of came up with this idea because our kids are small, right? Mm -hmm. And we're still young. You are, I mean, I'm 30 now, but (laughs) you're still young and it just seems like a good season of life to try something crazy like living in a tiny house, mm-hmm. right? 
And so probably for the past couple of weeks, we've been extensively researching tiny houses mm -hmm. and looking at designs and features and layouts and do you build or do you buy? Like I've talked to some dealerships and, you know, we've looked at tiny house loans and like, how do we make this happen? And I feel like yesterday, I, I, one thing that I've been doing recently is watching tiny house videos on YouTube. And so yesterday I saw a yurt video and I was like, I'll just watch it and see what a yurt is. Cause I really don't know what a yurt is. Yurt, Y-U-R-T. Yurt, Y-U-R-T. And so I watched the video and I thought, this is interesting. It's kind of weird. It's basically like a, a well-insulated tent. Um, but then I started researching yurts and I realized, man, there's some pretty cool yurts out there. They're actually way cheaper than tiny houses. And they're collapsible. You know, you can always take them apart and move them and relocate them. And, um, yeah, so it just seems... To me, I think also there's more of an open concept with the yurt. Like, you got those big tall ceilings, and it's... I mean, it is actually a lot more square footage than a tiny house. And, like, some of the tiny houses we were looking at that were like really nice mm -hmm. were like $80,000 to buy you know mm -hmm. and then if you built one you're probably still going to spend like 30 and it would take a long time and it would take a crazy long time and I think with like a really nice yurt with a good platform and a well done inside like you could probably do that for 20000 you know and it just you just go pick it up and put it together and then it's done you know and so that's kind of where we're at right now but we're also trying to balance we're just trying to figure out like is that the smartest thing to do because our other option is we can potentially move back into your parents basement which is where we live when we first got married mm -hmm. they've got a basement apartment it's like a one bedroom with a big living room bathroom and kitchen you know, we could do that for a while and save up some money to aggressively pay down some debt or build a yurt. We don't know. We're open to suggestions. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're just in this place where we want to do something different. I think with a tiny house or a yurt, one of the things is we would come out of it with a rental property that we could potentially Airbnb. You know? Yeah, I'm just... I feel like I'm in this place where it's like... You just realize what a waste renting is, you know? And it's good for the people you're renting from. I think so. Because um, they're building equity in their home. But for us, I would like to be investing in ourselves. Yeah. Which, I mean... Living in my parents' house would be a lot cheaper rent than what we're paying now. But still, like, in the end, that's just money down the drain, kind of, you know? I mean, it's yeah. not like like if we were paying towards something that we could have forever or rent out in the future. Like, that just seems like a better 
Or even just sell later. Like. Yeah. Use it while you need it to live and then. It seems logical to us, but we're also just millennial hipster types and. I know. You know, conventional wisdom says don't do it. Yeah, people. We've definitely had people thinking you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, my parents definitely think, how could you live in something that small? Why would you want to live in something that's like a hippie house? I mean, it it probably is. is, It probably is very hipster of us. I mean, all our friends, they were like grilling us. But I feel like we want simplification. We want to know, like, we want. We don't want to be minimalist, but we want to go through a season of life where we really are able to assess what's important. Yeah. And I think we're not going to be able to do it forever because our boys are going to get big and they're going to need their own space. And I'm sure we'll be in a great big house one day. Yeah. But I think in this season of our life, it can give us a much better perspective to live in something really weird like a tiny house or a yurt. I think I would love it. I do too. I I think, I mean, people like, I feel like, I don't know, like, so many people think, why would you want to ruin your quality of life? But I'm like, this house is humongous. Yeah. And I hate it. Our quality of life here is horrible because we're always cleaning. Yeah. It's always hot or cold. I mean, they're just, these kids just move stuff from room to room. We have too much stuff that, I mean, it's just a pain in our butt, like, I mean, there's like 15 couches in this house. And the biggest thing is just the stress of, like, knowing we have to make a $1,200 plus $500 utility plus $140 propane. Like, that's just way too much to pay for a house when... That you don't enjoy. Yeah. I mean, and it's not... I mean, I'm super thankful that we had this space, especially when we had kids. Like, it was a huge blessing to be able to, like, let a friend live here with us for a while. Like when he needed it like it was nice to have that space and like i just think it was right for the time but i don't i just don't think that it would be such a terrible thing to live my fear is that we'll like it too much i think so too and that we won't we just won't even want to like move into a normal house (laughs) i don't know i mean i think we would want to eventually i mean i think it would be cool to still have like a tiny house or a yurt that we could like let friends or family live in or i mean not live in but like rent or you know stay yeah, with like, us, a like a guest, guest house, house or or a fancy main cave. but i also and this is gonna make me sound even more hippie-ish like i feel like if we had something over on our own property like we could have chickens again we do want chickens again and i could like i mean i guess i could put a garden at my parents house but it's like i just I just really want to be on my own land. Like, I know that's on... I mean, I don't know. Like, I just... I want it to be... It's the Native American coming out of you. It's <laughs> so stupid. But, like, I just... I don't know. I just feel like I just want to be investing in ourselves and not in anybody else. Or, I don't know. I just fear that, like, living with my parents would be, like... We would feel like we're having to kind of live under their rules or live under their like authority and i mean i'm sure they would i mean they were great when we lived with them when we first got married like i don't think they would ever want that to be that way but it just i don't know 
I don't know. We have a lot to think through. But I do think, we're, I mean, we're definitely going to get out of this house because it's just not the best place for us right now. Yeah. I mean, you just realize there's just so much. Like the other day in that living room, you were like, the only reason we go in there is to clean toys up. That or the kids for small group. Or small group. And I realized one day I was in there and I'd left my bowl in there from eating ice cream. And it was still in there like two days later. Like, because I guess nobody went in there for two days. You know? Yeah, because you know, if I would have went in there, I would have picked it I up. I know, that's what I thought. I was like, well, this is weird. You know? <laughs> I can't handle it being out of place. Yeah, and some days when I'm eating ice cream late at night, I just can't take it to the sink. It's just, I've pushed myself to the limit and I need to go to bed. So, if we were in a tiny <laughs> space, you would be able to handle going to the sink? Well, we would be eating like beets and and making rabbit's feet and oh my gosh quills for our you know You're pins so and stuff. I mean, it's like it'd be such a different lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll be that happyish. Right. We need a a web page so that we can post pictures of yurts we like, so that people can understand. That's true. They're not like it's not a tent. If you go to visit, I mean, it kind of looks like a tent. But if you go to visitlakesend.com and click on cabin and yurt rentals, this is a place in North Carolina. There are like some crazy nice yurts that you can rent for the weekend, and they rent for like a hundred dollars a night. So I mean, they must be nice. Yeah, down the road, I mean, how long? If you can rent five nights a week. And get five hundred dollars a month in rent for this thing. Like imagine pay, yeah. you'd pay it off pretty quick, you know. Yeah, for sure. Or pay it, not pay it off, but like pay back the, your investment. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to it, but this is our latest thinking. So if I can list the steps that we're thinking about, um, we're thinking about one selling all of our stuff, or at least. A majority of things that we don't use and so that's going to entail some some sort of inventory and yard sales and maybe a website where we categorize things like here's all the kids toys we have make us an offer here's all the furniture and music stuff and books and there's just crap everywhere and I so know. i just i really think about martha leaving yeah. last year and like how she just I mean, she just posted stuff to Facebook, like, on her own profile. And I think people bought stuff not only because they, like, wanted it or could use it, but also because they, like, were supporting her and yeah. her endeavor. So, I'm like, people probably wouldn't, like, buy my random crap <laughs> like they did hers. But at the same time, well, I just think... Well, if people want to support us, they can support us by buying something. Yeah, we... um, but I don't really don't want more other people to have more crap either. Well, it might... Be, might not be crafted then, like. But know. anyways, I just think, man, that like Martha did it. Like she, I mean, she sold even more than we would like imagine. Like she, she sold, sold her cars like, and everything. I mean, like, well, I think she kept her car, but. Um, I thought she sold it. I think it's still around. I think oh. her brother has is keeping up with it. Oh, okay. I don't know for sure, um, but. I think I mean she pretty much sold down to like a suitcase worth of stuff, and. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. I think a lot can be learned from that. Mm -hmm. I think it's healthy. I think you really 
Because then once you've, you've reached that point, then you're very cautious about what you let enter your space. Yeah, for sure. People give you stuff. Like there was something else I was thinking about that we had. No, there's so much, especially kid crap. Mostly kid crap. Like you just get more like. Well, and even when we were talking about tiny homes, like I know, like, like how will you? And I just how will you live in that small space with those kids? And I'm like, I just we just wouldn't like we would sleep there, and like do some living outside. Yeah. But, like, we would probably just have to go somewhere else. Like, we'd go to the playhouse and use their toys. Because, hmm. I mean, it just wouldn't be, like... Well, the, the small living spaces promotes, like, outdoor getting living. Getting out, yeah. Yeah, and traveling and... Yeah, I think, I mean, I think we things. would just find more experiences to be involved in because... Yeah. But at the same time, like... I feel like there are a few things that our kids gravitate towards, like those train tracks. Like we would keep, like, yeah, trains and those magnet tiles and, and their bikes outside. But the rest of the stuff they really don't play with. Like it sits in boxes. They might play with it for five yeah. minutes and then they're disinterested. Like well, that's, that's not something kind of, we so need that's in what our I house. I was kind of thinking about like those ratty things. Like I feel like they're kind of at a point now where they don't really use this. No, they're not. You know. Yeah. And it's always more fun at somebody else's house anyways or yeah. somebody else's space. Like, they might play with it a ton there, but then they get home and they really just want to play with matchbox cars in the bathtub. Like, Yeah. Hmm. Well. Anyways, that's an update on our life and our thoughts. And Yeah, we got a lot going on. Who knows? Maybe the next time we podcast, like a month from now, we'll be like... Well, I think we should commit. Let's 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 right now commit to bi-weekly. I think we should say weekly, but. What I don't want to overcommit. Okay. Yeah, I mean we were doing this every day, so once every seven days. (laughs) I mean I know we haven't in a long time. But we also have to edit a much longer podcast, and I have a. This is a month worth of talking, though. I know. But we have to. I have to edit a much longer podcast, which means it's going to take more time. And I have a lot of crap going on right now. Okay. So two weeks from now, we'll meet back. Let's say two weeks. Okay. You, you're supposed to under-promise and over-deliver. So okay. if we end up podcasting next week, everyone will be excited. Or like five <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All five of you will be so happy. I think if we if we can make it happen and we do move into a yurt, we would have a good following. We'll have We'd a good following. We'd be those weirdos that live in a yurt. Well, people are like when I go to these farm bureau conventions and stuff. Like people already think I'm, you know, this Boone hipster guy. And if I tell them I live in a yurt, <laughs> what will happen? They'll fire you. No, I think they'll just it'll just confirm their suspicions. Their opinions of you. I usually just get called, um... Maybe we should, like, name our house something else. Like, other than a yurt. Okay. I mean, it's a traditional Mongolian yurt design. So that's what we live in, a Mongolian house. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty cool. The Mongolian people live in yurts. It's just like igloos. I mean, if we had the climate to support an igloo, why not live in an igloo? But we don't have the climate to do it. Um, one thing I am wondering about is, like, 
Is it like really sealed off at the bottom? Mm-hmm. By what? I don't know. Layla keeps making these weird noises. I just worry like about mice. Yeah, no mice. Or snakes. It's crazy sealed. Okay. Good. There's like a ratchet strap that goes around the bottom and like pulls the um, insulation because it's got to be airtight because you want the insulation, you know, to keep the heat in. So basically there's like a strap that goes around the bottom, like a, some of them have a wooden band or a ratchet strap and it like tightens to the frame because your floor is usually like this round base that's like this high. And then basically... It's called the platform. Yeah, and then basically the thing goes here and then you kind of wrap it. Good. Yep. I'm, I think at this point my vote is a yurt because I think there's more space, more openness less than a expensive. tiny house and, and like way less expensive. And you end up with like a cool place at the end of all this, you know? Yeah, I'm in. Like if you build the deck and, you know, kind of have... Now we got to talk about... Like a neat thing. All these other things to get there. Yeah, I don't know if do you. Th maybe somebody can comment on this. Is it realistic to do like a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo to help us buy our yurt that we're going to move into? Mm. Like, would people give to that? No. You don't think so? I mean, there's no benefit except for to us. We'll make T-shirts if you give twenty bucks. <laughs> We'll give you a yurt t-shirt. It says... We'll give you a tour of our yurt. <laughs> <laughs> it says... You can spend the night with us at our yurts yurt. Yurts with the halls or something. Well, we don't want like everybody staying the night with us. I know, it's a yeah. joke. You can I, make that a higher level. I don't think you can do that. I think those things are kind of for more like people with... Needs? Know. Well, uh, yeah. Or I mean, ideas? Like, well, or just, you're hoping more than just, I don't know. I don't know. Some people are like, hey, I want to make a crazy movie, and then people give a bunch of money to it. Or some people are like, I'm going to... But what benefit is it to those people? Well, so when they you... They want to see that movie happen? Yeah. So if people, pe just if wanna people want to see Nobody wants to see an Ascendant Year, though. You don't know that. Well, That's I, the, thing. the people at your birthday party... Like, Some of those people were very into it. It was yeah. a mixed bag. Okay. Definitely a mixed bag. Okay. Yeah. It was a bunch of sevens and ones. All the sevens were like, this sounds amazing. And then all the ones, you know, which you're one and you're into it. But the one well, types. I'm like defensive because it's me. Yeah. But the one types were like, oh, that sounds crazy. You know, how could you ever uh, do that? I don't know that I want to be associated with those ones. Well, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think you can cut friendships because they don't. No, I'm just saying, I don't want to be that type of person that, like. Yeah, well, in but I probably am. A one squash, in, in healthiness. No, a one in healthiness moves towards a, a seven, which makes them more spontaneous and mm -hmm. more, you know, enthusiastic and optimistic and positive towards these things. Mm. But. We should just I stop don't it there, know, but <laughs> I just don't know that people are going to pay for our yurt. Right. I just threw that out there. I'm not saying that's the way to go. 
Yeah, I don't know the way to go. Anybody do personal loans? If we could get... <laughs> just start doing the math. If we could get 2,000 people to give us 10 bucks. Dang, that would not be that hard. I know. Just go pull Appalachia. See how good I am at math? I mean, you are. I just how threw to, that I out mean, there. let's just go to App and be like... I can only do it when it's prize. You donate to her. <laughs> we'll just set up on the corner. 10 bucks. Give us 10 bucks. Send three babies to a year. <laughs> <laughs> These are help, our kids. Help give three kids home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An environmentally friendly, sustainable home. Yeah. You would be helping these poor children. <laughs> so. Yep. There's probably some kind of like weirdo grant out there that you can get to live like in this. A sustainable home model with chickens and gardens and yeah, you know, just test it out. What we should do is get a yurt, a shipping container home, and a tiny house, and connect them all together. Yeah, you know, just kind of live out of all three and see which ones we like better. I don't know about the connecting part, but this one place I found that does that builds yurts, they also build teepees. Like legit teepees. Not quite at a level of a teepee. Yeah. Or what's the thing in Pocahontas that they lived in? A wigwam? We should get a wigwam. Alright, I think we should say goodbye because it's already <laughs> 10 o'clock. Alright, well, we're going to do this again. I'm just looking at a wigwam resort right now. Alright, two weeks. We'll see you. I love you, babe. Wigwams are complicated. I love, I love you, you too. Good night. See ya.